Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach and cancel the party. I'm Nikki and I have much nicer tits than Rob Alvey. All right, well, hands down, we've got the best opening line the show's ever seen right there. And uh, holy shit, we've got Nikki here, the coaster goth herself. Hey, how's it going? Awesome. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ben can't be here tonight, or maybe he'll join us later, but I don't want to make false promises to our listeners, so Ben probably won't be able to join this episode, but that's okay. We've got Nikki here. That's really exciting. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show. It's a pleasure. I mean, holy shit, we've technically known each other for, like, over 10 years. Oh, my God. That's, like, so depressing. Like, the other, I think it was the last episode when you were you were saying how old you were. And I was like, this is just making me feel extra old because I remember you being, like, 17 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's it's good to have the memories. I just try not to attach numbers so much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, ugh. Sorry. <laughs> I still That's like okay. to think that we're that young. <laughs> That's right. At least we're all in the same boat. It's it's not like one of us with a bunch of younger kids. Yeah, that is <laughs> definitely true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're still involved in the coaster scene. You got your blog and your different channels, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. So I, I have everything is coaster goth. Um, so I'm on Twitter and Instagram, and I do have a blog on Blogspot. I've only made a couple posts trying to kind of get that going more this year. Well, come on, guys. Go check it out. Give her <laughs> a follow. Go support the blog. I mean, Coaster Goth, that's that's a great name right there. Thanks. <laughs> that's, that's enticing enough on its own. Yeah, it just kind of – I kind of – wanted to try to encompass everything I like in one. So that's, uh, that kind of is what ended up happening. (laughs) That's, that's like mainly for like music, right? Yeah. Or like fashion. Well, kind of, kind of a little bit of both. I don't get too like crazy into the fashion. I do wear black pretty much all the time, but I don't get too, too crazy with it, but I am involved with like the, music scene and things like that so awesome well i mean like who who are some of your uh, favorite bands so right now actually i'm more kind of in the metal scene than in the the goth music scene really um i yeah so i kind of you know play around with a bunch of local bands and stuff so i'm a bass player so yeah oh really yeah Mm -hmm. sick yeah, do you actually have any upcoming have, gigs? I actually do. <laughs> so um, I mean, This I is in, going live Friday. so <laughs> And the show is on Friday. So, I mean, depending on what time people listen to this, they might be able to come out. So um, I'm playing bass with a, a band called Yet to Fall. And we are playing a show. I'm in Norfolk, Virginia. We're playing at the Poor House on Friday night, 9 p.m. So maybe somebody will hear this and go. Definitely. Well, that is going to be tonight on release day. So All right. tonight out in Norfolk. I'm already out. <laughs> Go check it out. 
well, I mean, I wish I could be there. I'm here in Chicago. Yeah, it's a little far. <laughs> but if any of your bands ever make it this way, definitely let me know. Yeah, I will. Well, that's awesome. That's 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 a perfect combination. That's, I mean, we do a little bit of the music stuff here, but obviously our main f- focus is on the coaster stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you've got that passion, it's hard to ignore. Yeah, definitely. Um, are you drinking anything tonight? Just water. Keeping it boring tonight. That's okay. I don't have any <laughs> alcohol. I've got like two sips left of a Fago. I'll have that. Nice. Perfect. You know, old school juggalo shit. Uh huh. Yeah. No, that's how I. Yep. That's how I remember you. So that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's on brand. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Amazingly, some things you just lean into even harder the older you get. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I, I stupidly got a tattoo when I was 18, so I'm kind of committed to that regardless. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> shouts, shouts to Don. Don yeah. Garrison, who inspired this tattoo. Nice. Yeah, I, I enjoyed listening to his episode a lot. It brought back a lot of memories. <laughs> oh, definitely. Did you ever watch those DVDs of his? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Good times indeed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So I actually, it was a pretty busy news week. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we got some breaking news as of the date of recording. So I'll let you go ahead and start off with that. Okay. This this is is like so new. It's like unbelievable to me. But anyway, so breaking news today, Indiana Beach and Fantasy Island will be closing after Apex was unable to buy find a buyer for the parks. So, what a shame. I know. So, so apparently like a, a couple hours ago, it broke that they were trying to sell off a bunch of rides from the two parks. And Fantasy Island is the... Fantasy Island and Grand Island, New York. So then, like an hour later, Indiana Beach announced that they're closing. Just like completely. Oh, man. So I haven't heard anything officially about Fantasy Island yet, but after Indiana Beach, it kind of seems like that's the way it's going to go. Well, hopefully, maybe, I don't know. I was kind of hoping maybe Fun Spot would like swoop in and try to buy him up, but. Yeah, that would that would be cool. Like I I didn't even realize they were trying to sell those parks. So I don't know, maybe somebody, you know, maybe after this is more like public, somebody'll step in and make an offer. I don't know. Here's to hoping. I'd really I mean, cuz I can only imagine that if those parks close, all those rides are getting locate relocated out of the country or scrapped. Yeah, I I would think for Indiana Beach, a lot of that stuff's going to just get scrapped. Like, they're not going to move, like, Lost Coaster or Superstition Mountain. You know, some of that stuff, like, it's so, like, piled on there. I haven't been to Indiana Beach, but just from, like, pictures I've seen, it looks like everything's kind of, like, piled on top of each other. So some Everything of that looks, is, is pretty custom built yeah. and fit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never see did. maybe, like, the Tigger Coaster and steel hog getting relocated yeah that's a shame that that park looked really cool i never got a chance to go is really cool for like one of those tiny parks it just 
a lot of very unique and a lot of character or what do you call it? like personality yeah i i really appreciate parks like that especially when most things are just cedar fair or six flags and it's all basically the same i really like those like smaller parks that have kind of more unique charm totally totally it's it's nice yeah. to have stuff that's like not big corporate entities yeah. Definitely. And Fantasy Island, actually, that I am from Grand Island, New York. So Fantasy Island was like the first park I ever went to. That's where I had my first job. I remember watching the Silver Comet getting built. So a lot of lot of memories with that place, for sure. Wow. Yeah, that's good. That's got to suck then if that's like really uh, your, your hometown park. Yeah, and like my my parents grew up going there as kids too. So that place was open since like 1961, I think. So, it's damn, crazy. it's just kind of like one of those things you think's always going to be there, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of something I was thinking about. Is like, shit, if they would have announced this a little earlier, given everyone a chance to at least get a last visit in. Yeah, I don't think I've actually gone in there since 2007, honestly. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I haven't been to <laughs> Indiana Beach since 2015, but like you were saying, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, it'll be there. Yeah, yeah, like, and I don't, I don't live. My parents still live up there, so every time I go visit them, I'm like, oh, there's Fantasy Island. Oh, oh I'm not gonna go this time. And now it's kind of like, oh, I should have gone. <laughs> well. Maybe, maybe they'll be saved. I don't know. There wasn't a whole lot of details in these articles. Yeah, or the stuff that I saw. So it seems like it's maybe a little bit of a chance of hope. Yeah, I'll, I'll hold out hope. Same. I mean, I was planning on hitting Indiana Beach on my Hollywood Nights trip this year, but uh, oh. I mean, that that might uh be canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. One one thing, though, Silver Comet from Fantasy Island, that could definitely be re- relocated somewhere. Oh, absolutely. And that's a really good ride, too. Yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, hope, hopefully at least some of the rides will be spared, but I'd like to see, obviously, the parks remain intact. Yeah. But we'll we'll keep you up to date here on your favorite Coaster Sucks. Um, so in some other news, Kennywood's general manager stepped down and, uh, interestingly, I had heard a rumor, obviously unverified, unconfirmed, but there's a rumor saying that it was because Six Flags was eyeing putting in a bid for Kennywood. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know anything about Kennywood's general manager, I don't, it seems like Kennywood's been bought and sold a couple times and I kind of didn't keep up with it anymore, but. Yeah, I, last I remember they were owned by like Parques Reunidos or something. Yeah, I remember that too. But since then, I'm not really sure what ownership changes have occurred. Yeah, me neither. I, I have heard that Kennywood has kind of been either not doing great the past couple years or, or just not being run very well. 
Um, I haven't been there in a long time, but I love Kennywood. I think that's another one of those odd, strange parks. It's it's in the same vein where it's just like these old places that haven't been really corporatized. Yeah. So they still have this great charm and character to them. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it's not a signal of bad things for Kennywood. Yeah, I hope it's kind of like a, a step in a better direction. Yeah, hopefully it means good things. Maybe yeah. he was a bad manager. I don't know. Yeah. But it, it doesn't seem very frequent that they I've heard about major staff changes over there though, so who knows what it's potentially signaling. Okay. Hey, maybe Six Flags Kennywood. That's <laughs> <laughs> possible. Oh, I mean <laughs> I'll be happy to get more use out of my membership. <laughs> there you go. Would they change uh, Ghostwood Estates into a Justice League ride? Oh, Lord. <laughs> and get ready for downtime, the likes of which you've never seen on Skyrocket and Silver, uh, Steel Curtain. Oh, boy. <laughs> Lord, let's hope not. Yeah. I actually really like that Ghostwood Estates. Did you ever, have you ever been on that? It's like it's their shooting dark ride, but it's like all, all practical stuff. I have not, but didn't that used yeah. to be themed at Garfield? No, that's the the um, the boat ride, the like Tunnel of Love ride. What is that? That yeah, oh, Garfield okay. Nightmare. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> I've only been to Kennywood one time, and we literally went in, rode Phantom, Thunderbolt, Jackrabbit, Racer, and then left. Yeah. So, So, like, I don't know. I haven't been there, quote unquote, according to a lot of enthusiasts. Oh, okay. You haven't had the whole Kennywood experience. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so I'd like to get back there. Yeah. I love that place. Yeah, and Ghostwood Estates is, like I said, it's a shooting dark ride, but it's like, it's kind of like you're in a shooting gallery. Like, there's like actual things instead of just like boo blasters. Like, I, it's hard to describe, but it's like actual, you, you know, like, like a the shooting old school, gallery. Is it like the old school kind where it's like the stuff spins around if you yeah. shoot it? And, oh, yeah, that's so cool. Exactly. It's awesome. That's super cool. Yeah. I love that ride. Anyway, dark yeah. ride nerd here. <laughs> I'll have to get on it next time I get to Kennywood. Yeah, you should check it out. I'm growing quite fond of dark rides. I've always I've, loved them, yeah. I'm feeling myself slowly, and I hate to admit this, but I'm feeling myself becoming a Disney person. <laughs> Uh-oh. Breaking news. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. <laughs> so, you know, with that comes, you know, dark rides and. Yeah, I love dark rides. There's some crazy new ones. Like I, I definitely, I don't know when I'll ever get back to Disney, but Rise of the Resistance looks incredible. Oh man. Yeah. It looks insane. And all the Harry Potter rides all look really great too. Yeah. Yes, I love the Harry Potter rides. So, I'm with you. Yet, though, but 
No, that looks cool. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. They all look pretty cool down there in Orlando. Yeah. Seems like even if you try to hate on something, you really can't. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> Speaking of Orlando, got this one about SeaWorld? Oh, yeah. So SeaWorld will no longer allow trainers to ride dolphins. I read this I read this article and it's basically they're not allowed to like grab the dolphin's fin and like surf on them and they're not allowed to like stand on their snouts anymore. Well, I mean, better than nothing, I guess. Yeah, I I just honestly after the whole like blackfish thing, I didn't didn't see blackfish, but it seemed like there was so much backlash that I'm, I'm honestly surprised that they're doing any kind of shows like that, you know, even, even with whether it's the killer whales or the, the dolphins, I'm just surprised that there's any kind of like theatrical shows anymore with them. Yeah. Although it seems like they're phasing them out more and more. Yeah. They probably would have just been like, I don't know, too cost prohibitive to just drop them all. Yeah, I guess. I just would have thought it would have been phased out faster, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, they are a big company. So, of course, bureaucracy has got to play a part of all that. Yeah, that's a good point. And I mean, now they're really like, it seems like they're in panic mode as a company. I mean, they've been going through CEOs like nobody's business and they're like, I don't know, I guess just build a shit ton of coasters. Just <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not complaining about that. The Busch Gardens Williamsburg is my home park, so if I get two coasters in two years, I'm going to be really happy. <laughs> yeah, and they've that that one for next year looks crazy. <laughs> I, I, I can hardly even believe that's real, but I believe it's going to be real. Does that make sense? Like it looks ridiculous, but I'm well, yeah, it looks going to happen. <laughs> it looks like one of those things somebody would have made in like no limits. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> you know, 10 or 15 years ago and been like, oh no, this is crazy. It's like a giga shuttle coaster. <laughs> and it'd be like, oh wow, dude, that's a crazy idea. That's never going to happen, but that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> I think they don't, I, I don't know what they're doing and I'm not sure they know what they're doing, but they're going to throw a whole bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not really, I haven't paid attention to their stocks long enough to know how it's working. Yeah. I don't, I don't follow any of that, but we shall see. I mean, if their plan continues to be just dump millions of dollars across the country year after year in hopes that it returns somehow, I don't know. Well, if they make we'll a sustainable to... <laughs> business out of it, then... <laughs> I, I don't know. We we might end up with Six Flags SeaWorld for sure then. That's, that's <laughs> also a possibility. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't see SeaWorld, Six Flags, and Cedar Fair all three surviving the 2020s. Yeah. To me, that's another one of those things that just seems like it'll always be there. 
you know, like there's always, to me, there's always been Six Flags. There's always been Cedar Fair. There's always been SeaWorld, but I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. I think you're probably right. I mean, I, I could be off, but I just feel like, I don't know, in another 10, 15 years from now, it'll be like, remember when there was three of those chains? (laughs) Oh boy. But who knows? It's companies in trouble. Yeah. And with, with companies in trouble, perfect seg. Margaritaville Amusement <laughs> Park owes $5 million in unpaid bills. Okay. Is this the one that's like under construction right now and isn't even open? Or am I missing something? That's what the link... I got to open this link. I don't always read these news. Actually, I never read these news stories, but this one's too interesting. <laughs> I, Let's I, see. I read that. I'm pretty sure I read this one because I didn't even know that there was a Margaritaville amusement park. Five million in construction bills. A lot oh, yeah. of details about it. Oh, and they owe taxes, too. Interesting. Yeah, it is under construction. Oh, this place. And they have they hope to have it open in early 2021. That shit ain't happening. <laughs> I don't I don't understand how you can already have five million dollars in unpaid construction bills. When you're not done building. I don't know. It could just be, <laughs> maybe it's like just one contractor and they like finished their job, but didn't oh, get paid for it. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Well, I I hope that they get their shit together because in this article it says it's supposed to include the country's first aero bar where riders can enjoy drinks while seated around a bar that ascends into the sky for a 360 degree view of the waterfront. I think I heard wow. about, isn't there something like that in Europe? I want to say somebody, maybe it was, uh, maybe it was um, in the loop. Somebody was talking about that, but in Europe. Interesting. So that, that sounds cool. Yeah, that sounds really awesome. Yeah. Well, let's hope they can get their bills and taxes paid. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Or else maybe Margaritaville will just be one of those, like, developments that never goes anywhere. Oh. Which would suck, but... I mean, I don't know. American Dream happened, so... Yeah, maybe it'll just take them, like, 20 years to finish. (laughs) It's possible. Better late than never, I suppose. Yep. Definitely. Well. Oh, shit. Another SeaWorld one. Yeah. SeaWorld is all over the place, aren't they? So SeaWorld will have to pay out $65 million over claims they misled investors over the effect of Blackfish. Bringing it back to Blackfish again. I mean... I don't even know how you could lie to your investors about that having such an impact. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, 
and even why you would want to, because you would know that that could come back to bite you. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're just going to pass the blame further down the line. It's like, I don't know. That was eight CEOs ago. (laughs) They definitely could do that. (laughs) That's pretty much what I see everybody in their like corporate office doing. It's just like, I don't know. I've only worked here three months. Yeah. Man, $65 million. How many, how many giga shuttle coasters could that buy? (laughs) (laughs) You're wasting your money, SeaWorld. Yeah, whichever SeaWorld Park doesn't get a new roller coaster next year, you'll know what happened. They got the short straw. <laughs> like, we're going to have to cancel one of them. Well, fuck, SeaWorld's in trouble. Yeah. Well, let's That's- hope all these coasters help them turn around. You you said you listen to the show. Mm-hmm. I think we've had a SeaWorld story every week. Yeah, definitely. Which is not a good thing. <laughs> no. Like I said, it seems it seems like uh, I don't know, it's just chaos. It's crazy. But I don't mind hearing about a new coaster being built at a SeaWorld every week. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh hopefully we'll confirm that uh, Williamsburg one soon. Yeah. We'll have to try and get BGW fans on the show. Yeah, that would be awesome. They always seem to have incredible info somehow. Yeah, well, um, Bush Gardens Williamsburg has to submit everything to this the city, the like planning board or something, before they do anything. So they've uh, found out how to get their hands on those things. Oh, they must they must use like either freedom of information, but I don't know if you get stuff that quickly. Maybe they have a contact in in municipal government or they work there. <laughs> must be something because that's that seems to be how they find everything out, but uh apparently Bush Gardens um got mad at them. Did you hear about that when they like released the 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 leaks about the 2021 and then uh BGW fans didn't get invited to the Pantheon Media Day which is really dumb. <laughs> yeah. That really sucks. Yeah, but did did you see what they did instead? No, what they, they- do? They rented a, uh, the day before the Pantheon Media Day, BGW fans like rented a plane and <laughs> flew over the park and uh, posted aerial pictures of Pantheon. Ah. Uh. <laughs> like the day before. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's so great that there's someone out there with the passion and budget to be that <laughs> parks. Yeah. That's some shit I wish I could do. Yeah, me too. That's awesome though. Um shit, Universal's going to hold its own D23 style expo. 
that's, all right that's cool i actually i have i've heard about d i hear about d23 all the time is it just literally like where they announce stuff that's coming up that's yeah it it's a big like. disney convention and yeah they yeah. announce stuff yeah, so I mean, I, I that would be cool for Universal, especially with all the like expansions and stuff, Epic Universe coming in a few years and all that. So, I guess that's cool. I mean, it's it's cool that they envision enough coming in the pipeline for their parks to warrant something like that. Yeah. Like I think that means you know, opposite of SeaWorld, they have some good future plans in mind. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. They'll it's universal. They'll probably have one of the C cast of Harry Potter show up every time or whatever. <laughs> Draco Malfoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be like he's always at everything. <laughs> oh, we got the Weasley twins. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a huge Harry Potter dork, so I love that stuff. I'm I'm all for that. <laughs> totally, me too. I mean, I could totally see them doing that though, having like a whole Harry Potter seminar or whatever. That would be cool. I wonder how how long like people will be interested in Harry Potter. Like, is it going to get to the point where it's just all people my age, like reliving the past. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Although J.K. Rowling does a pretty good job on controlling the use of the characters. Yeah. And I mean, she's released, she's, she's still releasing those illustrated books, which are awesome. I have not seen anything about those. They're they're the full books, but they're like big coffee table size books with these beautiful illustrations in them. Oh wow! They don't look like the movies or anything. It's different artwork. That's cool. Yeah, but those are more recent. I think she's maybe she's done like one a year, and she's only on the fourth one. I think. So I think she's trying to do a good job to keep it relevant, so. That's good. Plus one day, you know they'll remake the movies. I will be very mad when that happens. (laughs) But you're right. You you know it'll happen eventually. Absolutely, it will happen. I'm just hoping it's not for at least another 15, 20 years. Yeah, that that might be acceptable. Well, doing a complete 180 from Universal to Six Flags, I'm not surprised by this at all. Six Flags allegedly misled investors about problems with their China projects. <laughs> I don't know why Six Flags continues to try to do things overseas because it seems like Everything they do is a failure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Why do they I, keep trying? It's like, hey, maybe get your business right at home first. Yeah, seriously. 
Like, didn't they, didn't they own, what did they own? Like the Wallaby Parks or something? Like Six Flags Belgium or something? Yeah, they owned uh, Wallaby World and Wallaby Belgium or Wallaby Holland and Wallaby Belgium, whatever the the names are. Yeah, they own those two. Yeah, because those were in Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 as playable yeah. scenarios. <laughs> yep. That's what, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, they don't own those parks anymore. And, like, Six Flags Dubai got, like, canceled, right? And that yeah, and, thing is never going to happen. Oh, that, that's be real. never happening. <laughs> Just stop Six Flags. <laughs> yeah, I thought, like, years ago, I remember reading about them, like, being contracted or having plans to build one in the UAE. Oh, yeah. you said Dubai. Duh. Yeah, Dubai. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They were contracted to build that one. It was like, what the fuck? Why are they trying all this? I don't know. It just, it seems to me like a big waste of money. <laughs> Well, lesson to be learned from these news stories, if you are going to buy stock in an amusement park company, probably not SeaWorld, probably not Six Flags. <laughs> Might get lied to about where your investments are going or something. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Well, shit, moving back to Universal, <laughs> uh, Classic Monsters Land was announced as being part of Epic Universe. I am all for this. Yeah, I think this is going to be awesome. Definitely. Did you see what the attractions are? Or what they uh, are speculating? I I didn't know if there was any details. Again, I'm the opposite of professional. (laughs) I just post the links here. I don't actually read them, so now I have a reason to open this up. Um, let's yep. see. So it says, um, Universal Monsters Land looks to showcase at least two main attractions, according to the report. One of the main attractions is said to be a classic-style dark ride, which will feature most of the original Universal monsters. So expect to, to see not only Frankenstein's monster, but also Dracula, the Wolfman, the Mummy, the Invisible Man, the Phantom of the Opera, and the Creature from the Black Lagoon. I think that sounds awesome. Definitely. I love all those classic like horror movies. I never got a chance to do that permanent haunted house that was at Universal Hollywood. But that looked fantastic, and I know that was themed to the classic monsters, so like... I'm yeah. sure the quality will be just as good. I mean, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even know that they had that. I've never yeah. been to Universal Hollywood. Was that like before they had the Walking Dead one? Yeah, that replaced the old one. Okay. I think it was the same space. It's just that you know they changed the theme from classic monsters to. Walking Dead. Yeah. Wasn't there was there a classic monsters at Halloween Horror Nights? Was it last year? Or am I making that up? I don't know. Maybe I haven't kept up with Horror Nights cuz I haven't been in shit 
12 years. <laughs> I've never been to Horror Nights, but it is definitely on my bucket list. It's really good. Yeah, I if love If you like Halloween events, I love Halloween events. Yeah. I have to go. I'm super stoked I get a chance this year to finally go to Knott's uh, Haunt. Nice. Yeah. So Wait. I've heard that one's really good too. So I'm like super stoked to check that out. That's awesome. <laughs> Fucking Don says he has a tattoo of for Haunt. I'm not surprised. I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's right on brand for Dr. Don. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which also, holy shit, Dr. Don. Like, is he like for real a doctor, doctor, doctor? Sure is. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he definitely earned the title. That's um, cool. The respect or lack thereof might come from some other background, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Love you, Don, even though I'm sure he's not listening. <laughs> um, so we got a f- really fun segment here. It is time for our killer coaster of the week. And this week's killer coaster is the Thunderbolts at Kennywood. I love Kennywood, and I... When um, when I saw this, I couldn't remember which one was the Thunderbolt and which one was the Jackrabbit. So I just had this like picture in my head of of the Jackrabbit of that double down that goes down the ravine. I'm just like oh, picturing yeah. <laughs> picturing like it goes down the double down and somebody just like flies like straight up out of it. And of the two <laughs> rides, that would be the one I would suspect more because I mean, hey, no yeah. fucking lap bar, like come on, yeah. And there's some like crazy airtime if you if you're sitting in the right seat. I remember. <laughs> oh, definitely. That's what's great about that ride. Yeah. I mean, shit, like all those rides at Kennywood, they're insane because they're old and they run them like they're old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I apparently some some kid fell out of it at some point. Oh. Yeah. But the Thunderbolt, not the Jackrabbit. Although it would be, I, I think it would be cool to see somebody just fly straight up out of the double down, but that's not what happened. That would be the <laughs> ultimate airtime moment. Yes, definitely. That would also be like the most enthusiast way to off oneself. <laughs> Wait, didn't, but like, didn't that happen at like Hollywood Nights? <laughs> like the first Hollywood Nights or something? Didn't that happen? Oh, it was the event before Hollywood Nights. Oh, okay. It was called Stark Stark Raven Raven Mad. Mad. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that was 2003. Oh. Yeah. The one clip man. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah, no. Oof. Yeah. That's not good. No, no. Um you know, thoughts and prayers and yeah. all that. But Killer Coaster, no lie, Thunderbolt's pretty fucking fantastic, if I do say so myself. I agree. The drops are crazy. Mm-hmm. 
the layout is crazy. It's so weird. Yeah, it's like this huge drop and then kind of meanders, then does that whole twisty bit. Yeah, like the lift hill's like halfway through the ride. Yeah, it's like part double out and back, part twister. It's definitely a strange one, but I love it. That's what's great about like old coasters like that, though, is that like it doesn't have to like make any sense from a technical standpoint. It's just fun, you know? Yeah. And I love how they follow the terrain, too. Well, a lot of the coasters at Kenny would do that, which is really cool. Yeah, so big plug for Kennywood. Go to <laughs> Kennywood. You're not an enthusiast if you don't love Kennywood. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we are the show of hot takes, but I don't think that's too hot of a take. No, Kennywood is great. Definitely. If you don't like Kennywood, I want to hear why. Definitely leave us a comment. Send us a message. Leave us a voicemail, whatever. Let us know. I don't like Kennywood because they changed the ketchup. Somebody (laughs) will say that. Or I hate the Steelers, so I don't like Kennywood. The ketchup one... (laughs) Is more valid than the Steelers one. <laughs> I think they changed the ketchup back, though. I mean, if you're that brand specific to ketchup, then maybe you need to reevaluate portions of your life. <laughs> it's not cigarettes, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> it's it's all in the good. If you have a valid reason you dislike Kennywood, <laughs> leave us a message or a comment or however. We got plenty of ways to get in touch. Let us know. I'd be happy to go over those. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of one and it revolves around the center of this segment. And if that's you, boy, I hope you hit the skip button. <laughs> I'm getting into real irky territory here. Oh, this is... no. <laughs> this is time to move on. <laughs> yeah, too soon. All right. <laughs> so, uh, shit. Here's a fun one. This is one of my favorites right here. It's time for the Disney Minute. The Disney Minute. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. We're going to go get our tickets and head to Disneyland. We're back at the happiest place on Earth. Disneyland. Welcome, everyone. I'm here today at Disneyland. Today we are going to talk about things we wish we'd known before we went to Disney World. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. The Star Wars Hotel will begin taking reservations later this year. Space 220 restaurant at Epcot has been delayed again. CityWorks Eatery is now open at Disney Springs. 
the Disney Wonder set sail on its inaugural voyage. <laughs> Disney Minute. Just in time. That was pretty great. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I'm surprised four news stories fit into there, but hey, yeah. it works. <laughs> I got to send a, a a quick shout to a friend of the show, Drew the Intern. I said I was going to put him into the Disney Minute because he really should be there. But I realized that I had already deleted all my files to create the Disney Minute uh, sound. So I'm going to have to go back and recreate it. So it's going to take a little longer than I expected. So Drew the Intern, if you're listening, my apologies. We'll get you in there, bud. And also, yeah. (laughs) But on a positive note, I want to send shouts to another friend. Uh, Johan Lennox just dropped his album Cancel the Party. Go check it out. Not even getting paid for this. It's fantastic. It's out on Spotify and all the streaming platforms and everywhere. It's really good. And your boy did a remix for him that'll be posted at a later time. So, yeah. Get hyped for that as well. I gotta go check that out. Definitely. And uh, we're looking forward to Johan will be on here uh, soon enough, and I'm sure he'll have some other new music at that time, but definitely go check out Cancel the Party. So, uh, we have a listener questions episode that we're going to release. It's going to be a mini bonus episode, because we had some good ones come in. That'll be coming up soon, randomly, so look for it whenever. Make sure you're subscribed. It'll pop up automatically. So because of that, keep sending us your questions. Right now, um, Ben, of course, wanted to be a part of this, but I got some questions for you, Nicole. All right. Nikki, I'm sorry. Oh, it's fine. Damn, I'm like, that's how you introduced yourself on the show. (laughs) I should probably stick with that. It's all good. Anyway, uh, of course, as she said up top, she's got her blog on Blogspot. Coaster Goth, and that is how you can find her on all the socials. Yep, Instagram, Twitter, Coaster Goth, and Coaster Goth at blogspot.com as well. So, hopefully, this coming season, I'll post some more stuff. Last year, I only went to Bush Gardens and King's Dominion. So, see if I can get out there a little more this year. <laughs> totally. Well, getting on some is better than none. Mm-hmm. That is true. And I. I oh. Pretty, Go two ahead. pretty good home parks I have. I can't really complain. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, there's there's worse places to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, shit, as great as Great America is, it's pretty much a coaster desert here otherwise. Yeah. Really not much else within a couple hours. Got to go like six for Cedar Point. Hmm. Yeah, mm. I, I think I've got... Uh, well, if you count Six Flags America, that's like three hours away. And then Carowinds is like five. Got to go back to Carowinds. Yeah, I mean, that's that's like really cool about the East Coast is that you're within a day's drive of like 400 coasters. Yeah. That's like how it was when I grew up outside of Buffalo, New York. You know, I had... Fantasy Island, Darien Lake, Marine Land, Canada's Wonderland, Cedar Point was like five hours. Oh, yeah, Seabreeze. 
how could I forget? I love Caesars? that park. And then when you get down to Pennsylvania, you've got um, Kennywood, you've got Waldemere, and then you know there's there's parks everywhere. It's awesome. Yeah, Great Adventure, Dorney, Hershey, mm-hmm. just it's so much. Yep. And if you're ever planning trips to any of our listeners, make sure you take advantage of Google Maps. Yes. <laughs> and look around what's in the area. <laughs> Double up as much as you can. Absolutely. Oh, I had one other friend of the show I wanted to mention in relation to you, actually. Um, of course, shouts to our friends over at CoasterRadio.com. Woohoo. Where I heard you kick some ass on their game show. Yeah, I played the, I don't remember what they called the game, but they, they played a, a bit of pre-show and I had to guess what the ride was and I got all of them right. So I felt pretty nerdy there. It was great. That was sick. You crushed it. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you had my ass beat on there. <laughs> I was holding on until that... Uh, the one from Bush Gardens. I had no idea. Oh, the the Bush Gardens Tampa one. That's yeah. the only one I didn't know. If they like, I I probably would have got that wrong. They kind of like guided me towards it. So that's the only one I didn't like know for sure. I wouldn't even guess that because I haven't been on that ride or been to that park since like '08. So yeah, yeah, I haven't either. I'd have had no idea. You, no you killed it over there. I've been on uh I've been on Cheetah Hunt, so whenever that was built. Maybe like a year or two after that I went there, but that was the last time. Well, more more recent than me. Cheetah Hunt looks dope. I want to get on it. It's fun. This shit Iron Gwazi looks great. I'm hoping I can get on that. Oh my god, I know. Please release the POV bush gardens. <laughs> I almost think it's better this way. Just wait for like actual POVs from like people riding it. <laughs> you know, because there's, I mean, there's like no surprise anymore with new rides. You know exactly what it's going to be like before you ride it. So, I mean, I guess the mystery of it's kind of intriguing to me. Yeah, the curtains lifted. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. And there's already the No Limits ones out there. Yeah, good point. So, um, what's the worst coaster you've ridden? Oh, boy. So, I know somebody at some point talked about this one, but the worst coaster I've ever ridden was the um, the Zamperla Volare at Canada's Wonderland. It used to be called Tomb Raider. Now it's time warp. So I have referred to this ride as the rat cages of doom before. (laughs) Like you, you literally like you climb into this cage and they raise you up to the track. And I did not feel like you're in a cage, so you're not going to go anywhere, but I did not feel secure at all in this ride. I felt like, like I was just like, like flopping around every time the thing rotates you like fall out of the seat it was just brutal i don't know how anybody thought that was a good idea <laughs> those are super weird because you just have those like 
grab bars and there's no like seat belt or anything. No, you are just like flopping around in that box <laughs> the whole time. The only fun. cool thing about that ride is the lift hill. And that's yeah. only because of the way it's designed. Yeah, that is that is that is the most enjoyable part of the ride for sure. None of the other parts of that ride are really redeeming. Not at all. I really hope, I think Canada's Wonderland should get rid of that one and get rid of the SLC that's right next to it and build something else there. Be a good plot of land. Yeah. And I'm sure whatever replaced the two would be better than both of them combined. Absolutely. Ooh, let's not even think about those two combined. <laughs> it's bad either way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, which park has the best bathrooms? So a few years ago, Bush Gardens Williamsburg started every year renovating one or two of their bathrooms. So I'm going to say Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Not all of the bathrooms are updated. Like the one, the one that's outside the park is not updated. And I'm pretty sure the one right when you go in the park, the one next to like the Globe Theater, that one's not updated. But pretty much all the rest of them they've updated in the last five years or so, and they're they're pretty nice. Okay. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> it's been like 15 years since I've been there, so I have no clear memories other than the coasters. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't expect you to have clear memories of the bathrooms because there's something wrong if you remember the bathrooms more than the coasters. <laughs> Well, I guess maybe unless it's like the opposite, like a worse bathroom situation. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've watched a uh, friend of the show, El Toro Ryan, his videos. No, I haven't actually. He always seems to get footage in bathrooms, which is weird. <laughs> That you're not supposed to film in bathrooms. Yeah, I asked him if he was, uh, you know, concerned about, like, getting arrested doing that or anything. <laughs> and he was like, well, I guess I've never really thought about it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, you know, well, big ups to Elto Orion. <laughs> Keep doing what you do, bud. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were talking before about, you know, if, if there's coaster credits, couldn't there be bathroom credits? <laughs> I think there could. It would just be a weird count. I don't know. I mean, there's somebody out there that's into everything, so I'm sure somebody out there is counting all all the bathrooms that they have visited. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the American toilet enthusiast. I'm sure <laughs> it's got to be out there somewhere. Is an existing group. Maybe it's plumbers. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the worst media day or enthusiast event? or opening day experience you've had? All right. I had to think long and hard about this one because I have been, I avoid opening days because I don't want to deal with operations. Um, teenagers learning their jobs for the first time. I'll wait a few weeks until things are broken in a little. Um, I've only ever been to one media day. It was Intimidator 305 and it was a fantastic day. So nothing to say there. Um, I remember one time 
I'm not going to say the group and I'm not going to say the park, but there was an event at a park and um, me and my ex went to it and we paid for the event and everything. And we got to the, the, like, uh, like the beginning of the day was just like, do whatever. And then, Hey, we're meeting here at this time. So we got to where everybody was meeting and it was just the like nerdiest group of nerds I've ever seen in my entire life. So we just kind of like looked at it, them and just kind of kept walking and pretended like we didn't, didn't uh, come there for the event. And we just did our own <laughs> thing for the rest of the day. <laughs> I was, it was just kind of like, uh, bye. <laughs> I mean, that could be any <laughs> coaster group. Yeah. So that happened. <laughs> Generally, I've had very good experiences with events and things like that. But uh, that one, uh, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you said that, I'm just picturing, like, literally every coaster event I've been to. But... <laughs> it was like, like, just take take away any person that looks like they could be halfway normal, like even like one tenth of the way normal. It was just like the nerdiest of the nerds and I couldn't handle it. <laughs> That's fair. That's the e-stop button right there. Yep. Absolutely. The e-stop button was pressed. <laughs> we had a great rest of the day in the park though. <laughs> great. Well, that's, that's what really counts. Yeah. <laughs> so let that be a lesson to you out there. It is okay to be afraid. Sometimes. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> well, this is almost a related question, but what's the best kitty coaster you've been on? This, this is an easy one. All right. So there used to be a, a ride at Knobles called High Speed Thrill Coaster. That was the best kitty coaster I've ever been on ever. Have you ever have you ever been on it? It's gone now. It's like Cosmos Curves is there now. Oh yeah, that ride was awesome. Like it was just like the whole thing was airtime. It was it was the craziest kitty coaster ever. It was awesome. I don't Oh God. I'm pulling the nerd card now. I don't I think that was a miler, but I might be wrong. That that sounds right to me. I'm not sure. But I just remember that thing was crazy. <laughs> I just, yeah, I like remember like they ran the lift hill so fast <laughs> that it made the rest of the ride so fast because of it. Yep. So like even those tiny little bumps, you just got like, it was like legit airtime, even though it was kind of like a weird like whippy kind of airtime. It was great. I think you went, you like went around a few times too. It was just like flying out of your seat over and over again. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they kept that lift hill cranked up. Yeah. So it always like ran insanely fast. Yeah. Plus, of course, you know, even back then we were adults. So you're with other <laughs> adults. Riding a kitty coaster that's already going extra fast. Yeah. It's like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> it wasn't like, like, I seem to remember the cars. It's It wasn't like super tiny, though. 
you know, like some kitty coasters you like smushed in there. Weren't the, the cars were kind of a little bigger, weren't they? I thought they were like maybe about the size. Like I'm thinking it was a miler. What? I'm just giving it an open in RCDB. But I <laughs> want to say it had like the same width, if not maybe a little bit smaller than like their standard big coasters where you could fit two adults. Yeah. I seem to remember that too. Cause I just, I just remember not feeling, I just remember airtime. So I wasn't squished in there. What the fuck? It was made by Overland Amusements. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. Me neither. Is that like, oh my the only, God. is that the only coaster they ever made? Let me see. It opened in 1955. The high speed wow. roller coaster. They built five coasters. Apparently, two of which are listed as unknown on RCDB, which is bizarre. That is weird. I wonder why they ended up closing that. I Didn't they build something else on the site? Yeah, Cosmos Curves, which is like similar, but not as good. Oh, well, then it probably was just that running from 1955 with a cycle that crazy just took its toll, probably. Yeah, probably. Apparently, it closed in 08, which is the year I got to ride it, so made it just in time. Oh, awesome. And yeah, those cars look pretty wide. Oh, these are tacos yeah. pictures. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like there's two full-size adults in a car in one of these pictures. So, yeah. Yeah. Good times. It was a good ride. <laughs> Too bad it's gone. Yeah. So, have you ever asked a ride operator out or been asked out by a ride operator? I have not. Um, I am fairly confident that I got hit on by a ride operator last year though at king's dominion um Ooh. i yeah i'm not too sure though but i think so so i was um you know i don't know how much longer anaconda has and i absolutely hate anaconda but i had to ride it just in case so the only place i can even halfway tolerate riding it is in the very front row so i'm you know getting in the front row, pulling down the, pulling down my over the shoulder restraint. And I see the, the ride op in the booth is like eyeing me, like kind of, you know, like kind of eyeing me. And so I'm like, okay. So like they check their restraints and everything. The ride op comes out of the booth and comes up to me and it's a chick, by the way, she's, and she's like looking at me, she's like, I just wanted to let you know that you are absolutely beautiful. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like a casual, like, Oh, you're so pretty. Like, Oh, I like your hair or whatever. It was like, it was like, Hey baby kind of thing. And I was like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I got hit on by a ride operator. Oh yeah. That was definitely <laughs> some moves right there. I was kind of like, not sure how to react. I was like, is this happening to me right now? I'm on Anaconda. I'm worried about not dying on this ride. <laughs> <laughs> So it like didn't process quite right, you know, but I think that happened. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. 
that's that's a story for the show right there. <laughs> now we suddenly yeah. have a listener spike. <laughs> I was I was a ride operator, by the way, for one wonderful year at uh, aforementioned Fantasy Island. I think I was like, how how old do you have to be to do like the actual rides? You have to be eighteen. I don't remember. It's 16 when I was a ride up. Okay, so that's it. So I, I, something was telling me I was 15. So that, that's right. I was 15 and I did like the kitty land and like the carpet slide. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I was a ride operator for one year. <laughs> well, I'm hoping there's no stories of the sort from that time. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna take that one any further <clears throat> so hypothetically if you were to date someone working at a theme park and it had benefits associated with whatever department they were in what department would you choose to date in like for example if it was like foods they could give you free food or if it was rides you could go to the front of the line or maintenance you could see the shop you know whatever different stuff so what would you choose so i thought about this and originally i would i was gonna say whatever department could get me like free admission to universal or disney because that shit's expensive and then I thought, you know, why stop there when I can set my sights a little higher and go for like a CEO or something like that and just, you know, be able to go to any park around the world in a private jet. So that's what I'm going to go with. All right. So <laughs> that's a good one. And I think that's the first answer for executive we have ever had. Yeah, I'm going to set my sights high on that one. <laughs> Screw the park. We're going all the way up. Yep. Hey, that's you've you've outsmarted every other guest we've had on this show. <laughs> Congratulations, you found the loophole. All right. <laughs> so, uh, what's the most annoying experience you've had with a theme park employee? All right, this is actually one question that I do not have an answer to because I have had mostly good or neutral experiences with park employees. And I feel like I've probably had negative experience, but I've like blocked it out of my memory. Cause I can't think of anything. <laughs> wow. Honestly, I can't think of anything. This, this is, you're setting a bar <laughs> for uh, diplomacy on this show. I'm not trying to. I honestly can't think of anything. <laughs> like, holy moly, are you here representing Ace or something? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's 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 good if you have no bad stories. We've had a lot. I mean, yeah. stapling and not being able to get in, being left on rides. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know 
I think maybe I just go in expecting the worst. <laughs> well, there you go. Then you're never disappointed. <laughs> I, I think that might be it. <laughs> Pro tip for life. <laughs> be eternally pessimistic and then you'll be set. <laughs> set low expectations and let reality blow you away. <laughs> Shit, if I could tell 20-year-old Zach that. <laughs> well, if I could, I might not be doing this podcast right now, but who knows? That's <laughs> <laughs> Different story completely. Uh, well, then, then I'm sure you've got an answer for this one. Do you have any good Rob Alvey stories? Oh, boy. Okay, so... A little bit of background for your listeners. So I started uh, posting on Theme Park Review in like 2005, I think. Yes, 2005. I went on their first international trip. I was on the UK trip. I um, dated one of the members of their inner circle for a few years. I was in the the secret cool kid message board group. <laughs> so I've seen a lot of shit. Um, most of the stories that I have, somebody's already told. Like um, Don's, uh, what did he call, what was it, Baldergate? Oh, Baldergate, yeah. I was yeah. there for that. I witnessed that firsthand. That was fun. Um Rob has generally been um, neutral to pleasant to me. The last time I saw him was at that uh, Intimidator 305 Media Day, um, where similarly, well, kind of similarly, I was waiting for the front row, and then I got bumped because he was going to set up his camera, so that was fun. Um. (laughs) But uh, the, the, the story that comes to my mind was actually happened to a close friend, and I asked them if it was okay for me to talk about this. Um, but back in the day, so I, I met them on the, on the UK trip, and that was the only, the only TPR trip I did, but they went on some additional ones after that, and... Um, you know, they, you know, sometimes hung out with Rob, sometimes did their own thing. And when they'd go don't do their own thing, you know, other people would go with them and kind of as, as the, the trips went on or as the trip went along, like more and more people would join their group instead of Rob's group. So Rob got very jealous that they were getting too popular and he banned them. Whoa. So I'm leaving out a lot of details, but basically he was jealous of their popularity, so he had to eliminate the threat. Damn. <laughs> so that, that sums up Rob Alvey for you. That's a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he gets uncomfortable in situations where like, he can't be in total control. Absolutely, yeah. And he definitely needs to be the the center of what's going on. And it's funny because over the the few years that I was, you know, involved with that group, it it definitely seemed like 
he had his minions that would just, you know, blindly follow him and do whatever and just go along with him and let him be the leader. And then it, it really seemed like to me, any friends that like developed a mind of their own and went to do their own thing and didn't necessarily agree with him all the time, just got completely eliminated. Definitely a very large turnover of friends for them. Yeah, it seemed like people would be, like, their best friend, and then, like, they'd be gone, like, a year to a year and a half later. Yeah, I saw that a lot. And it it kind of, in a way, happened to me, too, I guess. But my situation was kind of different because I was dating that person. So when we broke up, it kind of just went away. But that's fine. (laughs) I mean... I never met that dude, but obviously I know who you're talking about. Uh-huh. I remember everyone talking about him on the gap after that. Yeah. And seeing stuff there and being like, all right. For yeah. as much as that place was a drama zone, I tried to keep out of that. I didn't. <laughs> I was like fly on the wall. Do you remember the phantom poster? Oh, yeah. Oh, I posted in there all the time. <laughs> Me too. Well, not all the time, but several times. That was fun. <laughs> and someone would always be able to figure it out. Yeah. Like, oh, this is the time. And like, you could see who else was logged in and like, you're like, fuck. <laughs> I remember having to like log off for like two hours before having to do yeah. it. Yeah, you got to be he had to be careful with that for sure. And the yeah. the gap in the TPR thing, so I I completely forgot about the the like choose sides email. I was convinced that I had made that up in my head. And then somebody was talking about it on on the show. I think maybe Ben was talking about it when Don was on or when Tommy was on, but I was like, holy shit, that was real. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember that. It was like a really long email. Yeah. It was like, apparently was embedded in my subconscious because I didn't remember it, but then I started kind of remembering it and I thought it, I thought it wasn't real, but yeah, I wish I still had that email. (laughs) I also remember like at first after he sent that email, like those of us who weren't like the you know handful of people that were like the face of that on the gap Mm -hmm. our accounts were like temporarily suspended on tpr and like if you tried Mm -hmm. to log in it displayed that same thing that like whole wall of text oh Cause it was like, well, until you, you know, we'll give you the option to choose, you know. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember what happened then. I don't remember when that was either. I remember it happening. (laughs) I want to say that was like, Oh seven. I probably chose TPR then. Oops. (laughs) whatever (laughs) i was i was still with that other person 
it happens. I learned the error of my ways, though. I was back on the gap after that. Yeah, and I think that's <laughs> that's where you know some of this chatter came from. I mean, there was a lot of blowing off steam about Alvi on that form, certainly. Definitely. <laughs> It'd be fun to like go back on there and just get like random screen grabs of stuff from like right around that time. I so wish I could. I'd be like, I would be like, this is so cringy. <laughs> just to get like a good history of the of the story of the gap against TPR. Yeah, it's out there somewhere. We just, I guess, we'll have to go find it. That's a project for. Ugh. When I when I'm ready to have a big episode. <laughs> oh boy. You know what? I wish I could I wish I could go back and see like all the original um like all of Tommy's old original videos. Are those like online anywhere? No, I was asking him that when we had him on the show and he's yeah. like, I don't really know how I could get them onto YouTube because they're all on DV tapes. Oh. Uh... <laughs> And he also joked about how it just makes his old DVDs that much more collectible. There you go. <laughs> I have a couple of them still, and I'm glad I do. Yeah, I I used to, but I don't anymore. I don't know what happened to them. That always sucks Like when it's just like, I know I didn't get rid of it. Did I lose it in a move yeah. or something? Like That must be what happened, because I've moved several times. Yeah, and shit, it's like... I don't know, random shit. And you're like, whatever happened to that thing? Yeah. I hate that. I had a bowl that I lost that way one time. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It was like one my dad gave me from the 70s. So I was like super bummed about it. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. You do what you do. Yeah. So, uh, in your experience, what park has the most overweight guests? This is an easy answer for me. Dolly food. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely Dollywood. Mm -hmm. Nice. With the gap word filter, (laughs) I totally forgot about. Well, it's it's true. (laughs) Yeah. Every time I think of that park, I still think of Tommy's video where he showed all the, um, the ECV rascal scooters. Yes. Like lined up at the rental station. Mm-hmm. You know exactly the one I'm talking about, right? I know right? exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yep. That's the first thing I think of every time I think of Dollywood and it and just makes me smile. Yeah. And that's why I think of Dollywood as having the most overweight guests. <laughs> it's on brand. And I'm not I, I am I am not surprised that they closed Mountain Slidewinder because you had to like climb up a hill to get to it. But and, that ride was and awesome. I love it. Wasn't there ride. a weight limit too? Yeah, it was like really like you had to be between a certain weight and a certain weight. So it was like pretty restrictive. Yeah, so, so like I mean, biggest guest, weight limit on a ride, all the way at the top of the hill. I don't Yeah. <laughs> It was a fun ride, though. Oh, also, they got rid of the that ropes course thing, which was also awesome and also doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that doesn't seem surprising either. 
that's disappointing though because ropes courses are really cool yeah that was fun did you see the one that they have at american dream no i haven't seen it but i heard about it yeah it's like like five levels or something it's like super tall it looks awesome i heard um eb san coaster radio that it's free with admission so i was like holy shit it it better be free with admission. Isn't it like seventy five dollars to ride three things? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't even know if they've gotten that one Intamin coaster open yet. This uh, Sandy's blasting Bronco. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard anything about that lately. Shit, I got an RCD B tab open. Let's see. <laughs> Easy enough to just find out real quick. Under construction, opening twenty twenty. <laughs> <sighs> is that water park open yet? I don't think so. Hmm. I mean, I thought they bit off more than they could chew, but stuff's still opening, so. Yeah, hey. I, th- I think they'll get it all open eventually. It just seems kind of like too late, though. Like, Malls are like going away, not being built up. Like my local malls here, like all like stores are closing left and right. And, you know, it seems like people buy stuff online more, but it's like, we're going to open this huge mall. I don't know. Yeah. Like when I think of a mall, I think of like a really beat ass arcade from the eighties and like a bubble tea place. Oh, I love bubble tea. Yeah, and that's like the best part of the mall. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like a Sparrow <laughs> and like a closed Sears or something. Yeah. Like it used to be an anchor store. Now it's closed. <laughs> and uh, uh, Auntie Anne's or Cinnabon. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> And and for some reason, a jewelry store. Yeah. Never knew why those were in malls, but there they are. And there's always like two or three of them, too. Yeah, yeah. And they never close, even though the rest of the mall is a, a vacant post-apocalyptic <laughs> place. I don't know. You know, maybe... Maybe Probably. it's just my childhood mall, but like I feel like that's every mall. No, that's malls here too. And you know what? Maybe jewelry stores are a front for something else. And that's why they never go out of business. That's true. Kind of like the conspiracy about mattress firm. Oh god. What's the conspiracy about mattress firm? Well, just because <laughs> there's so many of them and they're like even located so close together. The conspiracy theory is that, like, it's a front for money laundering of some kind. You know, that is that is hilarious. I didn't even realize that that was a thing. But um, right by my house, there's there's a plaza with um, a grocery store in it. And there was a mattress firm in that plaza. And then across the street in the plaza across the street from it, they opened another mattress firm that was like a freestanding one. And, like, the two were across the street from each other for, like, five years. 
than yeah, the one like, closed. The like I why I didn't I was I didn't realize this was like a widespread thing. <laughs> I thought it was just those two. Yeah, like here, <laughs> literally three blocks from my apartment in Chicago, there was one on the south, uh, the southwest corner, and then in the plaza on the like right across the street was another one. I was like, "There's the something hell? to this." Yeah, there is so, something to this. <laughs> on YouTube, there's a couple videos that are really dumb but entertaining. That explore it. About mattresses. Yeah, about like just how there's so many and they overlap and stuff. I gotta look at that. <laughs> I thought it was just here. <laughs> no, I, I, it's, it's all over. So it's a weird thing. Wow. All right, so I got some hard hitting coasters or coasters, some hard hitting questions for you here. Ugh. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> What is the most overrated roller coaster? Oh, Zach, I'm sorry. I tried not to say Millennium Force. It's all right. <laughs> but Millennium Force, like I, I get. It. All right, so you going up the lift hill. You're like, all right, this is a cable lift. This is the first cable lift I've ever been on. This is awesome. Oh my god, look at the lake. This is so cool. This is the best view ever. You come 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 to the top of the lift hill and you go down and this the drop is great and then after that, um, what happens? I just remember like vibrating and turning, and that's over. You do a giant overbank and then there's a load of the ground turn with a and tunnel. And another overbank and then another tunnel. Yeah, and then there's a, turn, a hill. And then you vibrate some more. There's, two, there's three hills and some tunnels yeah i just i just don't i just don't get millennium force and maybe it's because i don't like when intamin's age they get that rattle and like all the superman coasters have that rattle and i just it just like it doesn't hurt it's not rough per se but it's just like vibrating do you know what i mean yeah but just, I, I mean, I don't really mind that. It's better than roughness. Yeah, it just kind of, it just kind of is off-putting to me. I can't really pinpoint why. So, like, I get so distracted by the vibration that I can't enjoy the layout of it. So I just don't, I don't understand lighting force. I love the lift hill in the first drop, but after that, no, I don't get it. I mean. I don't think it gets better than the lift hill in the first drop on that ride, but look, <laughs> the whole thing is subjective anyway. Yeah. I mean, I'd be lying if I was saying like objectively it's the best because you can't really pin that down, but also, you know, I have like a, a connection with that ride because like when I was a kid, I like saw it on Discovery Channel, and it was like, "Holy shit!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally, I totally understand that. I, I have gotten that way about a couple, a couple coasters. Um, Raptor was like that for me. Um, I went to, I rode Raptor its opening year, nineteen ninety four. 
I was 10. <laughs> nice. And it was the first B&M I'd ever seen. It was the first invert I'd ever seen. And I was just like blown away by this ride. So like Raptor, Raptor was my favorite coaster for like ever until I went to the UK and I had been, you know, those, those discovery channel shows, of course you would see nemesis all the time. And like, that was like the most hyped up coaster to me ever. Like I had so much anticipation for nemesis and it lived up to the hype for me. So I like totally, I totally have that kind of connection with nemesis too. Yeah. It's like, if it doesn't disappoint, if it lives up to that hype, then like nothing can ever really change that in your mind, you know? Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't ride Millennium Force until, until like oh seven oh eight, so I missed Damn. out on it when it was brand new. Yeah, I got on that in oh two, so I think what I was, fuck thirteen. I think that's if like, I- go ahead. I w- I think if I had ridden it right away I would I would like it more. Yeah, I mean like that was the year I like got into coasters. Mhm. So it was yeah. like that's the big one, you know. Yeah, that was Raptor for me. <laughs> and then so, yeah, it's know, like afterwards, you know, I'm like we like finally got the internet, god, I'm old. So I'm like I'm like trying to like download pictures of Raptor. And like, you know, on my dial up connection, it's like, it takes like three hours to download one picture. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> That's what started me as an enthusiast. <laughs> Were you ever on a wreck roller coaster? Um, not really. Like I, I read it a few times, but I never like got into it. But the fact that you know what I'm even talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yes. That was like back when my my dad was like, don't post anything on the internet. Everybody's going to come try to abduct you. So I would just like read it a little bit, but I didn't post. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about super nerds. Not only was that coaster nerds, that was also the early internet. So it was all like actual nerds. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And everything was text-based. Yeah, yeah. it It was basically like a forum, but it was like, this just to contextualize for the listeners it was an email chain but it had a bunch of different <laughs> threads oh my god and this was all in the 90s before like probably before rcdb even probably yeah and maybe it was around the time rob alvey started theme park review could be i don't know i don't know when he did but didn't i think he used to be on rrc didn't he yeah because i of yeah. course he's always plugged his shit everywhere oh yeah because i remember like seeing like old stuff on there that had old references to tpr yeah. plus there's some great classic pictures of him <laughs> <laughs> if you ever yes. go look in the tpr <laughs> park index Anything from like ninety eight through two thousand one, he's wearing these this giant patch jacket. 
I knew what you were going to say. Yes. Oh, my God. He actually has two different ones. You can tell if you look at the pictures. Oh, it's amazing. I love it so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to bring that back. I'm going to be to stand out to our listeners for all the upcoming meetups. Shouts. uh, We got one coming up. Next week from the date of release, February 29th and March 1st down in San Antonio. Come out and meet us at Six Flags Fiesta, Texas on the 29th and Sunday the 1st at SeaWorld. Going to get on Texas Stingray, Iron Rattler, Wonder Woman, all the fun shit. Ben and I will be there. We'll try to bring some beer or something. I don't know. But anyway, to that end, to be more recognizable, I'm going to be wearing my battle jacket to coaster events. Nice. So look for the big-ass Megadeth Rust in Peace back patch with the giant Judas Priest patch above it. <laughs> and you've assuredly found your boy. That's awesome. I figured that's a little bit better than just having coaster patches everywhere. No, I, I, that is cool. Yeah, people, like, there's a lot of, uh, like, people in the local, like, hardcore scene and metal will, will get their, their local patches. It's cool. For sure. Do any of the bands you play in have any patches? No. Not yet. So, uh, Yet to Fall took a little hiatus because, uh vocalists moved out of the state so they took off a few months and we're just kind of reorganizing some things and that kind of stuff will be down the pike a little bit for sure well i hope the auditioning went smoothly <laughs> yeah it was like hey do you want to be in the band i was like yeah okay easy right on <laughs> Like once you're once you're kind of in the scene and people like have seen you play with other bands and stuff, it's kind of it's it's easier because you know that people, makes sense. People know what gear you have. People have seen you play. People know that you're you can you can hack it. Well, like I said, we're we're big on music here because I I'm big on music. So if you've got music out or you drop anything, let us know. We'll definitely do our best to plug it here. Sweet. Um, and certainly your shows. <clears throat> and if you ever make any patches, I'll throw one on my jacket and I'll grab one. Nice. So, shit. Topper track. Is it wood or hybrid? Before I listened to your podcast, I did not know that there were two kinds of RMC track. I have only ever ridden one RMC, Twisted Timbers, and I didn't ride it until this past year. So I'm a little behind on the RMC. Um, so I looked up a picture of the topper track, and it is definitely not wood, and it is definitely not steel. So I can only call it hybrid because it kind of has like features of both. It Woo! doesn't really fit in with either. So I'm going to say hybrid. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it relies on both materials for the entire thing to work. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much our stance. And plus, it's a fun argument to have. 
<laughs> I didn't know they had two different kinds of tracks until I started this podcast. So there's that. <clears throat> yeah, it was an educational experience for me. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're we're all nerds when it comes down to it. So. <laughs> So, Orion, is it a giga or no? So, speaking of nerding, I went, like, super full nerd when I was doing a little research for this. And now I actually, I wrote it down and I left it in the other room. So, now I, you know, all that work was for nothing. So, I really, when it comes down to it, to me, the, the feeling of is it a giga or is it not comes down to the drop, not the lift hill. So I was looking at the other gigas to see like what the, the lift height is versus what the drop is. And uh, now I wish I, I wish I had to grab that notebook. I don't, I left it in the other room, but I think what, so millennium, millennium force, how tall is the lift on millennium force? Do you know? 310. And the drop is 300 feet yeah. on Intimidator 305. The lift height is 305 and the drop is 300. Um, but Fury 325, of course, is more. But and then Leviathan was like 306 and the drop is 306 or something like that. So with Millennium Force, which is undoubtedly a giga and intimidator 305 which is undoubtedly giga the drop is 300 feet and to me that's what makes it a giga because you're on the drop like i don't care how tall the lift hill is because you know if i'm on fury 325 that's got the chain lift it doesn't take as or it takes longer to get up than millennium force which has the cable lift so like the lift doesn't really matter that much to me it's the feeling of the 300 foot drop so i think you can tell where i'm going with this (laughs) orion that's fair lift hill is only 287 feet but the drop is 300 feet therefore in my mind it's a giga if you took if you took like on roller coaster tycoon where you can save a track layout right you 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 save orion's track layout and you put it on a piece of flat land that does not have any topography at all the drop is 300 feet that would make the lift hill a little higher you know what i'm saying like if instead of having it on a hill where that goes down like a ravine or whatever so long story short drops 300 feet it's a giga that was nerdy (laughs) no that's fair i mean i really can't argue that you got a point there much like the topper track thing it's kind of just more fun to have the debate yeah I agree. Obviously, and, who gives a shit at the end of the day? It's we're all just gonna be nerds, so let's have some fun <laughs> being nerds. Yep. And like I had no idea that Apollo's chariot's lift hill was only 170 feet tall. Like, but that I would consider that uh, a hyper coaster because the drop's two hundred feet, so I kinda it's just all perspective, I guess. I mean it also it's really all just like parks marketing departments. Yeah. And the most advantageous they could be with, you know, that's why like we see all these weird records broken. It's like the most (laughs) inversions in the zip code. 
<laughs> or whatever, you know? It's like Val Raven's records that it broke. Yeah, it's like you make things super specific, so of course it's a record. Yeah. Like, most 90-degree drop at Cedar Point. Like, how is that even a record? <laughs> Most circles on the pathway outside a ride at Cedar Point. <laughs> Most vest restraints in a single car. <laughs> oh, gosh. So oh. you have any uh, buffet horror stories? Not any theme park related ones, but um, I have eaten at CeCe's Pizza exactly one time. And Ooh. afterwards, I had... Uh, diarrhea for probably about 12 hours straight Ooh. <laughs> so never again <laughs> i like loved cc's when i was like 19 years old nope <laughs> never again <laughs> i i fucking wish ben was here he would <laughs> he would tell you for sure uh like him and I went to the one that opened up by my, my folks place all the time. But of course, you know, we were also like 18, 19. So the fact that you can get a whole meal for five bucks. Oh was yeah. Appealing on its own. And you're 18, 19, you, you can probably handle that too. <laughs> Whatever germs are all over everything. Yeah, no, I mean, that place was disgusting. And Ben brought up a yep. good point. I'm pretty sure I got swine flu there. <laughs> it does not surprise me. Which was, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was, a, oh. I was a good little diabetic then. <laughs> and then I followed it up with Newport cigarettes because, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll agree. CC's on its own. Horror story. Mhm. No, no further context needed. Nope. <laughs> so here's an here's an interesting two part question for you. Cotton candy, is it a candy or a snack? Cotton candy is an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so I I like I like cotton candy, but I would never ever ever buy it in a theme park because it's like $10 and it's like barely anything. I think it's, I think it's way overpriced and not worth it. But to answer your question, I would say that it is candy. Um, I was kind of debating on that, but with, I, I think, I can't remember who it was, but somebody who was on the show earlier said like a snack should hold you over to your next meal cotton candy is just it's just fluff it's just sweet fluff so i would say it's candy there's nothing substantial to it at all that's fair that's fair yeah i think it's it's right in the name it's candy yeah so i mean i'm sure i already know the answer but just in case cotton candy or ice cream <laughs> well I'm lactose intolerant, so <laughs> I do not partake in ice cream at theme parks because that would be a bad time. Um, so can I pick C? <laughs> um, yeah, if I, if I had to, well, first of all, 
if I'm getting some kind of dessert at a theme park, I'm going to go for a funnel cake. That's my favorite. All um, right. Yeah, yeah. But if I absolutely had to either pick cotton candy or ice cream, I'd have to take a lactate and have some ice cream. I mean, nah, I, I mean, there's no there's no forcing here. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's one of those cool parks that has like a Ben and Jerry's and so you could get like a dairy free. There you go. I'll take that. And I'm there with you. <laughs> I have to obligatorily mention it again because apparently I have to every episode. I'm vegan. Okay. <laughs> there. He said it's it be, again. It's going to be some good vegan ice cream out there, right? Yeah. I just oh, I just finished up the one I had. It was the best one. It was a soy-based one. Um. Yeah, the Hagen Dazs one's good. The Ben and Jerry's one's good. Halo Top ones are killer. Yeah, I uh, I go for the almond milk myself. Not a big, not super big on soy stuff. For sure. But yeah, I like almond and sometimes coconut, depending on the flavor, can make some good ice cream. That sounds good. Like so coconut. I guess that that would uh, put us in the same category there then. Mm-hmm. So uh, what mouse do you prefer, dead or Mickey? I love Disneyland, so I'm gonna go with Mickey Mouse. All right, and shouts for Disneyland because Disneyland is amazing. I like Disneyland a lot better than Disney World. Oh, no doubt. Disneyland is where the magic is. Yeah. I like I don't even think that's a hot take because yeah, Disney Disney World is bigger. There's more parks. But Disneyland is like first of all, Disneyland's the original. Second of all, it's like all of the best things in a smaller area with not as much filler. Yeah, I've always thought that like since it's more size limited they have to do everything that much better. Yeah. And it's not to say that like Magic Kingdom is a bad park or any of the parks at Walt Disney World are bad parks. No. But they don't touch Disneyland. Yeah, I agree. Disneyland is where the magic is. Mm-hmm. And it's where the Indiana Jones ride is. I love that ride. Oh, that's a great ride. Mm-hmm. And the and original pirates. Haunted Mansion. Yeah, yeah the original the Haunted original Mansion pirate, and Pirates. pirates. Yeah. Unfortunately, no pe- people mover anymore. Yeah. But I think the only park that might give that one a run for its money is uh, Disney Sea. I would love to go there. That park looks amazing. It looks so good. That's, I don't know. What uh, what can be said about it? It looks like the best it, park. It sure does. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, we could we could go on drooling over Tokyo Disney for a while. I'm sure. Absolutely. <laughs> like I mentioned, I'm becoming a Disney person. So, uh, but don't worry, listeners. This will still be your favorite coaster sucks and the Disney stuff will by and large be kept to the Disney minute. 
<laughs> You're just going to have to start talking really super fast as you get more Disney things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll just be like, all right, Disney Minute, my turn. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to like learn how to like talk like the auctioneers. You know? <laughs> well, Mickey Mouse going in the rock and roller coaster down in him. <laughs> Fire at Disneyland. <laughs> Skylander had an accident. We are moving on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'll I'll perfect the skill. Be like the guy from uh, Letter Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, normally to wrap things up here, we like to pay tribute to a dead ride, and of course you're our guest here, so it's gonna be your pick. What ride are we gonna pay tribute to this week? All right, you're you might have to RCDB this. So my pick is the giant coaster at Crystal Beach. So Crystal Beach was this little um, lakeside amusement park in Ontario. Um, had the the Crystal Beach Comet there. Um, the park closed when I was six years old, but not before I was allowed to ride the giant coaster. So the giant coaster was like one of those old side freck side friction coasters and it just had like no seat dividers it just had the one like the buzz bar kind of thing and I really really wanted to ride it I was probably like four or five years old and I was not tall enough to ride it but the ride operators let me ride on it in the seat sitting in between my parents so that was my first like big roller coaster too short, sitting on the seat in between my parents. Totally would not happen today. <laughs> Holy moly, this thing looks <laughs> awesome. So was it terrifying? Because that seems... No, I loved it. I, I was a thrill seeker from the time I was a little kid. My, my dad told me... Um, so the first coaster I rode was one of those little oval, whatever, miler, something. I don't know what it was, but at like a company picnic. And when I was in it, I was like, I was like three or something like that. And like the cars came uncoupled and like my car started going backwards and I was like having the best time ever. Like this ride, like broke, I'm on it, but I, I I've never been afraid of rides. I love everything. <laughs> nice. Thrill seeker from birth. <laughs> I was fucking terrified of coasters until I was like 12 or 13. Oh, wow. I loved I, them. I, I was fascinated by them, but I would only ride, like, the wizard. Yeah. That's a fun ride. I like the wizard. Yeah, no, I was not afraid. I was afraid of, I was afraid of, like, haunted house rides, which I love now. I was afraid of dark rides. Like, um, Crystal Beach had this laugh in the dark. It was, like, one of those super old dark rides with like the light up gags like in cages and stuff I was afraid of that and my mom like my mom rode it with me I remember her like reaching out of the car and like touching the stuff to show me it like wasn't going to do anything to me <laughs> so the moral of this story is it's my parents fault that I'm like this <laughs> she put me on all this stuff <laughs> no that's awesome <laughs> Holy shit. I did not realize Crystal Beach was open until 1989. Yep. 
I have I have clear memories of it from when I was a, was a kid. I didn't ever got to ride the comet, but I clearly remember swimming in the water, looking up at the ride going by. Sad that that place closed down. Yeah, that place was open for like a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Of course, I've heard of the cyclone that was there. That was supposed yeah. to be crazy, but that was like way, way, way back. Yeah, and then they re like they redid parts of it into the comet. And then when Crystal Beach closed, the comet was actually put in storage at Fantasy Island for a couple years. Really? Yeah, there's pictures of it out there, like disassembled, sitting in a field at Fantasy Island. And everybody thought they were going to build it there, but then they didn't. It went to the Great Escape instead. And so that's why um, Fantasy Island built the Silver Comet kind of as a a tribute to the comet. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Did not know any of that. That was another thing that I thought I made up in my head about the comet being in storage. I'm like, that can't be right. But I've, I've found pictures of it. So... Wow, that's really interesting because I I knew it was a great escape and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like imagine one of my that, favorite wooden coasters. Yeah, imagine that right on Lake Erie. <laughs> that's what Oof. it was like at, at Crystal Beach. I so wish I would have got to r- ride it there. Just in the original form too. I sure I'm sure it ran probably a bit better. Probably. I mean, it's still great. Have you been on it at Great Escape? Yes, I have. Yeah, I mean, I got on it, I think, twice when I was there in 08. And it was just like, it's so good. I think that's the year I wrote it, too. I think it was it was either 07 or 08. But yeah, I just kept, like, I, I, I liked it, but I don't, I think, I think I would have enjoyed it more if I hadn't seen it at Crystal Beach, because I was just like, picturing crystal beach the whole time. And I'm like, man, there should be, the lake should be right here, you know? So I kind of tainted it in my mind a little bit. <laughs> That's a bummer. But it was still a fun ride. I mean, at least you get to get on it in its later form. Yeah. So giant coaster looks like mm-hmm. that. Unfortunately got, uh, interesting. It says on our CDB, Sold at auction in 1989 for 2500 to the members of three Buffalo area roller coaster organizations. They salvaged the cars and some track. The rest was demolished and burned. Oh, wow. I didn't know that they salvaged some of it. That's cool. I wonder if it's like on display somewhere. Yeah. I mean, that might require some sleuthing, but. Yeah. I'll see what I can maybe help you find on that. If it's on display somewhere in Buffalo, I definitely got to go check that out sometime. Yeah, and if you get to go, like, see the cars and be like, yeah. Yeah, I rode there. Then that's a bonus. Yeah, that'd be cool. And if you do, definitely uh, post it up on your blog and your Instagram. I will, definitely. Coaster Goth. Hopefully I'll be doing more stuff this year. (laughs) You should post some show pics. I probably will. 
and hopefully, uh, hopefully yet to fall, we'll be getting their, uh, social media going back up soon too. Awesome. <laughs> we'll go look for that too. Do you guys have anything on like Spotify or anywhere? Yes. Um, I think some of our older, I think there's an older EP or two up on Spotify and Apple music. I think that's right. it. Might have a, a lyric video floating around on YouTube somewhere. Awesome. Well, there you go. Totally get the plug in for that. And like I said, if you drop any new music, let us know. We'll definitely plug it here. Yeah. As such, go check out um, Johan Lennox's new album, too. Um, shit. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you for being here, Nicole. Yeah, thank you for having me. I did it again. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) I wrote it that way. Uh, You're fine. That's what I get for for smoking weed while I'm trying to host a podcast. Oh, no. I know. Makes me long-winded. It just wouldn't be the same if you didn't, though. I think you're right. I think I, uh, I'm locked into this way. <laughs> so any hopes of future sobriety are gone. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, that's okay. Thank you for being here, Nikki. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, thank you all for listening. This, is, uh, this has been a good time. Yeah. It was really awesome to talk. I agree. You gotta, you gotta come to Bush Gardens sometime. Yeah, I'm we'll hoping to meet to. in person after a thousand years of knowing each other online. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, maybe I'll try to pull off like a a longer weekend trip in the summer or something. There you go. I'll let you know if I'm gonna be in the area. I'll definitely, I'll let you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, shit. Hit us up. We're on Insta, Twitter. Facebook, your favorite coaster sucks at Gmail. You can leave us a voicemail or text us at 312-572-9552. It doesn't spell anything. I checked. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, please leave us a decent rating real quick. Before we wrap up here, I just want to talk about this outstanding review we got on uh, iTunes, the old iTunes. So it's a one-star review. The title is Terrible. And the entire review says, Not sure how to say this other than that the hosts are just dot, 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 dumb. Oh, no. And hi. <laughs> I mean, I think that's an amazing review. Yeah, to that listener, I wanted to say um, thank you. Could have left a five, but hey, that's all right. Um, I don't know what you were expecting. It's right in the intro where the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. We do not take that warning lightly. <laughs> we strive for imperfection. Be the best you can be at what you do. 
and one day will not be that. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little bit dumb and a lot of bit high. Um, yeah, so shit. Socials review. Leave us a, a, a review. Five stars, please. Just hit the five stars and then just write anything. Leave us a review like that, but please make it a five star one. It really helps us out a whole ton. We've been holding it down on the on the charts on Apple Podcasts, which is fantastic. Thank you all for doing that for us. So just uh, leave us leave us a quick rating. We really appreciate five stars in our, in our review. Um, until next time, your, your favorite poster. poster. Uh,